Welcome back to the Father Show Podcast, you little pieces of shit. You little sniveling pieces of just trash. I hate every single... It's a joke. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing terrific. Because I finally did stand-up last Thursday. Yep, and I'm doing it again tomorrow. Guys, guys. This episode is going to be me talking about stand-up and Lizzo. Lizzo, you fat bitch. You fat bitch, Lizzo. How dare you? You freaky bitch. You freaky fat bitch. (laughs) Body shaming. Lizzo's body shaming. Lizzo's body shaming. Finally, fucking Lizzo's downfall. I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this. This has been... Mm, the sweet, my sweet revenge. Okay, for you, for you, for the people that don't know, back in the day, I encountered Lizzo. I'm just kidding. I was just gonna lie about a story about Lizzo. I was like, I don't even, I don't need to lie about Lizzo. Lizzo's just uh, apparently a bad person. Apparently, she's fat shaming her dancers. But before we get to that. I'm going to talk about the stand-up set that I did. For the first time in, like, forever, I did a gig. It was a short five-minute ting, you know, uh, last Thursday. And I went up on stage. I was so fucking nervous. The other comedians are, like, sitting there. I'm barely talking to them. I'm literally just being autistic in the comedy club. I'm just sitting there, <laughs> avoiding eye contact because I'm just focusing on my set. Yeah, and I got, like, super nervous. But as soon as I got up on stage... As soon as I got up on stage, um, took the microphone, it was I was more comfortable than I expected being, to be honest. To be fully frank, to be Franklin, to be Franklin Roosevelt, I was more relaxed and shit went smooth. Shit went pretty smooth. Did a little crowd work. I had three bits. You know, and in between the bits, I was doing crowd work, you know, talking shit to the audience. Yeah, and it's recorded. My homie, my homie Tito, the guy, the guy that's, uh, you know, arranges the whole stand-up thing. He got the footage. So as soon as I get that, I might post some clips from it. But I don't know. I was just saying wild shit. I don't even know if I could post the shit that I was saying. I was just wilding out 100%. 100% wilding out. It's crazy. <laughs> However, yeah, so I'm doing another uh, set, another gig tomorrow, and I have to kind of look through my jokes to see which jokes to do, which new jokes to, you know, bring, bring forth. So yeah, I'm looking, looking forward to it. The hell? Let me see. Let me read this uh, before we get, before we before we do anything else. We gotta Lizzo, Lizzo. What are you doing? She out here fat shaming, yo. Okay, so this is this is the specific claims made against Lizzo and her dance captain, Shirlene Quigley. What a goofy name. In a lawsuit filed by her ex dancers. So this is on her own team. Okay, her own team is turning against her. 
Lizzo, accused of overworking dancers and making the group re-audition in an excruciating 12-hour rehearsal. Those she was dissatisfied with would be fired and sent home. I'd be pissed as fuck if I had to rehearse for 12 hours. And then they're like, actually, no. And what kind of movements are you fat bitches making on that stage anyways that you need to rehearse for 12 hours? <laughs> I don't have anything against fat bitches, but it's like, it's just fun to say fat bitches. <laughs> it's okay to say fat bitches. People say fat men all the time. Nobody, nobody bats an eye at fat men. But I say fat bitches and it's a problem. That coffee is good. I'm on one. I'm on one. <laughs> okay. Another claim. If, you, if you're worried about me saying fat bitches, here are actual pleas. They're, they're pleading for justice over here because she overworked them and did, she did more shit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read out the points. Accused of making a thinly veiled comment relating to a dancer's weight gain and later firing her for recording a meeting while suffering an eye condition. So she fired her for recording a meeting while suffering an eye condition. What? That don't even make sense. You can't record meetings. Maybe, maybe she needed to like re, you know, re-listen to the meeting. I don't know. But she made a comment to the dancers gaining weight. Lizzo? Lizzo? The one and only? The fat bitch crusader? I was trying to tell you guys on Twitter. This is all this is all just this is all just marketing. Oh, body positivity this. Body positivity that. Now you're having heart attacks at the age of 27. Listen. And then she made a comment about, hey, you kind of, you know how fat you got to be for Lizzo to call you out on the weight gain? Hey, uh, I know I'm Lizzo, but Jesus Christ. Fucking cool it with the french fries. Accused of coercing a dancer into touching a woman's breast at a strip club despite the dancer opposing. Okay, that one, I'm not even going to be mad at Lizzo for that. She was just trying to get you some... Listen, she just... Lay up. Just fucking laying it up for you. What's, what's wrong with that? She was like, hey, grab some titty. What's wrong with you? Chill out. Grab some titty. What's wrong with that? You... <laughs> Obviously, there's something wrong with that. What if she likes men? What if the dancer likes men? Or what if it's a gay da dancer who likes men that doesn't want to grab titties? I don't know the gender of these dancers. They're probably women because they hate men on that side of the internet. They just hate them. I'm going to give them another, another reason to. Um, let's see. Yeah, she's just, I don't know about that. You're, you're at a strip club, though. You're going to have some fucking... <laughs> You're gonna you're gonna graze some ass and titties. That's just what it is. It just happens. I want to know the extent that Lizzo tried to make her like. Did she sit there like? 
have some fun. Grab grab some titty. No, grab some grab her titty. What are you doing? No, just like uh, just claw, just claw the titty. Bite into the titty. What are you doing? Suck on her titty. I don't know the extent that Lizzo tried to make this girl grab the stripper's titty. You went to a strip club. Come on. You're, you're gonna you're gonna feel a titty here and there. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> They're just swinging around. You can just be walking in the hallway and you're gonna graze a nipple with your elbow. That's just what's gonna happen. And you're gonna fall in love with that woman. <laughs> Didn't happen to me. I'm just saying, like, you walk past, you just feel a warm nipple on your elbow. <laughs> you just feel a warm nipple on your elbow. You're gonna feel some feelings. That's just what it is at a strip club. You're gonna fall in love with a stripper. That's just the pipeline. It happened to Drake. It happened to the most eligible bachelor. Drake! Drake, I'm so drunk. Drake! Just add him. <laughs> Man. Drake, I'm so drunk. Drake! <laughs> Drake! <laughs> If Drake fell in love with a stripper, and I'm bringing in a stripper, I'm going to fall in love with a stripper. I'm, I'm not more shielded from feelings than Drake. Somehow this connects with Lizzo's dancer uh, suing her for making her touch a titty at a strip club. But yeah, man. Um, what's, what's, there's more, there's more, as soon as you thought, you're like, oh, that could, that's probably it, no, there's more, um, accused of inviting her dancers to a nude cabaret bar without disclosing the specifics of the performance, okay, she was trying to surprise, the more I'm reading these accusations, the more I'm on Lizzie's side, Lizzie, <laughs> Lizzo's side, because she was just trying to make y'all have a fun time, taking y'all to a strip club, Having you just putting titties on a plate in front of you, taking you to a naked cabaret, just strippers around. Are you, are you saying that you don't like titties? Is that what it is? Sound awfully gay of you. <laughs> Sounds awfully gay of you to not enjoy free titties. What she's paying for it. She's getting you prostitutes. What more do you want? I'm on Lizzo's side. I actually started off hating her. And now when these allegations, I guess I'm just somebody that goes against the, you know, the, the flow. Against the mainstream agenda. I was against Lizzo when uh, the mainstream was uh, upping her. And now when, um, you know, they're turning on her, I'm like, actually, it's not that crazy. If you think about it, it's not that crazy. She just she just said to one of her dancers, hey, uh, watch the weight. I mean, it's pretty hypocritical and hilarious that it came from her. But let's say let's say I was Chris Brown. Actually, let's just say Chris Brown was Chris Brown. And we told one of his male dancers, yo, why don't you have a six-pack? <laughs> I'm Chris Brown. That's the standard I'm holding. But then again, their dancers are doing Chris Brown dancers are doing backflips and shit. I don't I don't think Lizzo's backup dancers are doing backflips. I feel like they're making like walrus movements more so. Just just doing the worm, 
just not even the worm, just the larva, just doing the larva on stage. But yeah, um, from what I've seen, she just has like big bitches, you know, dancing behind her. I guess you wouldn't want skinny bitches if you're a big bitch, you know. Kind of makes you uh, look bigger, no? I don't know. Uh, but, yeah. It's not that crazy that, listen, hey, you're gaining some weight. <laughs> Watch out. I know I was all for body positivity, but you can't, you have sleep apnea. You cannot breathe at night. The sun goes down and your breath just stops working. Relax. Easy on the fucking McFlurry. The McFlurry. McFlurry. Gotta take a sip of my coffee, man. Listen, I'm not body shaming. I just find this whole situation very hypocritical and hysterical because of the people involved. At the end of the day, you can be fat, but if you can be skinny, that's probably the better option. Not too skinny either. You know, just a balance. Balance. Why do people get offended when you just tell them fucking have some balance in your life? Well, it's difficult. Yes. Yes, of course it is. Of course it is. But what's the alternative? Chaos? I'm going to turn to Jordan Peterson. Let me relax. Make your bed. Let me relax. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Lizzo, you big, you big bitch. <laughs> you freaky bitch. I, f- I fuck with that, though. You know, you try, to, you try to get, you know, your dancers to have some fun, take them out to strip clubs. Like, hey, cop a, cop a titty, man. Grab a titty, man. What's wrong with you? Relax, have some fun, grab a titty. I'd be so mad if I just got strippers in a mansion and I got my homeboys some, you know, some titties and ass shaking on them. And then they just come to me the next day with a fucking lawsuit. I'd be, what the fuck? I just just made sure you had the best night of your life. I'm getting hit with a lawsuit? I just know if this was, if this was, you know, me and my homies, this would have never happened. Because we're just some freaky frogs. That's all I'm saying. I'm innocent. Okay. And then there's more accusations. It doesn't stop. It's been going on for... Would I have to read your accusations for 15 minutes? That's crazy. Quigley's accusation. We're off of Lizzo. Now her, her head honcho dancer, I guess. I don't even know who that is. Oh, I'm seeing a picture of her. She has a strong jawline. I don't even need to show y'all this picture, but I'm going to show y'all this picture. It's a very strong face. When I say strong, I mean... Man. Uh, Accused of trying to convert the dancers to her religion. Is she Christian? What is it? Is she Muslim? What is he? What is she? Why aren't they disclosing the religion? I feel like if she was Christian, they would have said Christianity. She's probably Muslim. <laughs> That's why they're not saying which religion. Accused of scolding the dancers for having premarital sex. What does that have to do with their profession? Accused of unwarrantedly discussing masturbation sexual fantasies fantasies with the group. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is even funnier. Quigley. You fucking nisqueak ass bitch. You sound like a like a daughter company to Nesqueak. Quigley. Wait. Qu- 
Quakers. Is that where I'm getting it from? Quakers? Quigley? Nesqueak? Wrigley's? I swear to God, it sounds just like one of those companies. You got Wrigley's, the chewing gum, whatever the fuck. You got Nesqueak. You got Nestle. You got Quaker. And then you got Quigley. The fat, the fat dancing bitch. <laughs> the strong jawed dancing bitch. This is crazy. I've said bitch so many times. Let me chill out. Nah. Not going to chill out. Um, yeah. Accused of trying to convert the dancers to a religion. And then accusing them for having premarital intercourse. And then accused of unwarrantedly discussing masturbation and sexual fantasies with the group. That's crazy to be like, y'all should not be fucking, but let me tell y'all about fucking. <laughs> let me tell y'all about the best kind of fucking. Don't do it, though. But it's so good. That's what she was doing, basically. Because how are you going to get accused of scolding motherfuckers for having premarital intercourse and then talking about your fantasies? Don't be fucking, but goddamn, is it good. <laughs> Don't be, don't you dare get a penis inside of you, but holy fuck. I'm still assuming that they're women, because ain't no woman just going up to a male dancer talking about some crazy shit like that. You know? Yeah, Quigley. They're just hypocrites. Bunch of hypocrites. A bunch of people that talk that talk, but don't walk that walk. They don't do any type of walking, I can tell. You know, you've seen them? They just do a lot of talking and a lot of jaw movements. Because they eat and they don't walk. And they're talking and they're not walking. So they're eating and getting fat. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is they're fat. <laughs> it's okay. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Fine. I just find it funny that they're a bunch of hypocrites, which I expected them to be. Nobody wanted to listen to me. It's not like I, you know, went on a parade and started talking about how they're hypocrites and, you know, dedicated my life to exposing their whatever the fuck, their operations and their conduct. But I'm pretty sure I mentioned it. I was like, I, I know this is all marketing. This is all like, Oh, look at us. We're so great. We're so nice to people. We're so nice to people. We accept everybody. But my dancer need to chill out with the fucking Big Macs. Hey, hey, hey. Fucking, if you're going to get a Big Mac, take out the bread. Just eat the fucking meat. I feel like that's how it went down. That's just my own personal feelings, though. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't have saw this coming? The only, the Probably the people that seem bad on the internet are probably the people that are good. Well, not good, but the people that seem bad on the internet are probably the ones that you see the most of. Like, that's closer to who they are than the people that seem perfect on the internet. Because nobody is. So, as good as somebody looks on the internet, just know that that's just the tip of the iceberg. The tip of the iceberg. 
But if you see somebody that's like, this person is kind of an asshole, you're, you can be more confident that that's who they are. That's like the whole iceberg or most of the iceberg. But yeah, when somebody's just all positives and it's like there's no bad press about them, no bad media about them, I always give a little put off. I, you know, I just, I just know that, you know, people aren't, you know, perfect. So when you hear just a teeny tiny bit about somebody and it's always 100% great, like every news article is like, this person, 10 tips on how to become more like fucking Tom Holland. And then he puts out an interview. It's like, yeah, I was an alcoholic. I mean, it's not a bad thing, you know. He's he's trying to be better, but you know, he had problems. Now you saw the tip of the iceberg of like, oh, Tom Holland, Zendaya, you know, Hollywood couple, whatever the fuck. Then he comes out and then talks about about hey, like, I had a serious problem with alcohol, which is you know, it's a very common thing. And he was like, yeah, I was not feeling bad. I don't I don't like this Hollywood shit. I try to be as on little and as a few red carpet events as possible. I I don't care about, I don't like this business. I enjoy my job, but I don't like the business of it. Understandable. But yeah, he was talking about fucking hell. I, I really tried to quit alcohol. It was still difficult for me. I'm like, see, it's not all great. I mean, you had a fucking alcohol addiction for six months. You'll be fine. You're like, what, 24, 25? How old is Tom Holland? I'm not even going to ask Siri because Siri doesn't do shit. Stop. Go away. Siri tried to pop up. Um, Tom Holland. Okay, he's 27 years old. He's 27 years old. How long could you have possibly had an alcohol addiction for? <laughs> it's not like a 20-year addiction. You didn't start at 7. You probably had it for like 8 months or like 11 months. And you're like, boy, I have a problem. No, you could have gone. You could have gone for way longer. You could have gone for way longer. <laughs> you would have been fine. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, don't try to stay away from alcohol as much as possible. But, you know, eh. It is what it is. It is what it is, man. <sighs> yeah. Sometimes you just gotta. Sometimes you just gotta get a drink, though. No, you don't. You really don't. I'll say this: I had a beer before I went up on stage, and that that calmed me down. It made me a little bit looser before I went up on stage. So yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah, beers. Beers gonna get you right. Beers going one beer is gonna get you right. It's gonna get you there. One tall pint. Sometimes you just gotta get like a drink just for the social, you know. You don't have to. Obviously you don't have to. Disclaimer, you believe it or not, you don't have to be inebriated to talk to people. <laughs> but you know, it's cool. I'm just be tweaking off a of coffee. I'm just be geeking off the coffellini. Is the volume too loud? I increased the amp a little bit. I hope it's not distorted or anything. You know, that is still cool. 
Should be good though. Should be good. But yeah, Lizzo, you, you sneaky bitch. <laughs> you, you know, for being as fat as you are, you kept up this charade for very long. You kept up this sneaky charade, hiding in the shadows, when you cast the biggest shadow. <laughs> I, I'm just being mean now. No, I don't think it was. I don't think the accusations are that bad. You know what's funny? It's just bad if you're on that side of the internet because all those people believe that you should never talk about anybody's weight ever in life forever and ever for eternity. And then when they find when they got a whim that Lizzo made a comment about, hey, you're gaining weight. <clears throat> it's like the fucking fall of the Roman Empire to them. It's like it's that magnitude of a problem. <clears throat> so um it's sort of like when doja cat was like hey if you're a super fan of me fucking get a life and then two of like the biggest fucking stan accounts on twitter just was like yeah we're gonna deactivate the account why the fuck are you talking shit to us we're the ones that making sure we're the ones that are getting you paid we're the ones that are buying all the tickets and she was like, get a life. <laughs> You're way too into me. Get a life. I kind of get it, but not really. Because it's like, damn, they're supporting you. They are supporting you. But she was like super rude about it. It's like you made shit for people to enjoy. And they're enjoying it. And then you're like, get a life? Nah. I mean, if you're like a... If you're somebody that's like creepily you know being creepy about it like yo i have your address can i pull up insane you know but most people aren't that most people are just enjoying her shows i don't listen to her music i really don't oh man yeah this coffee is hitting right though. This coffee is hitting just about right. Where's my 26 minutes? Okay. So I was like, is my camera about to shut off? You guys know the deal. You guys know the drill. Every 30 minutes. Is it worth buying a $2,000 camera to not get up and restart the thing? I think so. I believe so, because I'm not putting up with this. I refuse. I refuse to put up with this. What else has been going on? Oh, fucking Travis Scott's album. Oh, my God. I have to stretch for this one. Oh, my God. It's my favorite project of his so far. Not gonna lie, that shit has so many bops in it. Just the way that it was arranged and like put together. And then you have Dave Chappelle doing like talking. Hold on. I wonder if I will get fucking copyrighted if I play the, um, the Dave Chappelle bit. Not a bit, but I think he was doing it on Paracel. Let me see so that I don't. This is what he says. I get up. 
This is Dave Chappelle. I didn't know this at first. I don't want to get copyrighted. But he said this. I get up. I fall. But I get up. I stand tall. I stand tall. And then and then the song continues. And then he like ends it too. He ends it with uh, a little speech from Dave Chappelle. Let me play it. Let me see. I forget myself. I choose to feel good. I choose to feel free. It's a, it's pretty, you know, whenever Dave Chappelle speaks, he's like, damn, you just want to just get intrigued and you just want to listen. And he says, I will fight with everything I love forever. You know, when you're you when you're that that deep into the album, which is like track what, like thirteen? I think it is. When you're that deep into the album and you just like gone through the fucking roller coaster. Oh wow, it is track thirteen. I just gotta have a good eye for numbers. That was a complete shot in the dark. Um but yeah. A lot of people somebody said this and I I haven't stopped thinking about it on Twitter. They said I said Utopia is like a better version of Donda, which Donda was pretty good. Right now, I feel like I'm going to like Utopia better, though, because I haven't listened to Donda in a while. I feel like Utopia is going to have a higher replay value. And the thing is, it's a little more rocky like Utopia. So. What I was saying was, uh, before it cut off, rudely just interrupted me. This is the problem. I have to spend $2,000 on a camera for not letting, to, to not let this shit happen again. But anyways. Um, yeah, it's a little more rocky. It has like more songs that go like, make you go, mm, 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 you know? Meanwhile, Donda is more laid back. I mean, it's named after his mother. It's not going to just be like. And I think he doesn't have any cuss words, which kind of makes it a little duller, a little bit. Because he's like, damn it, just say the F word. <laughs> just drop the F word. I need it. I need it. But, you know, that's his creative decision. But Utopia, even though it's been anticipated for like longer than. Donda has been, you know, produced and released. Hasn't it been anticipated for, hasn't Utopia been anticipated for like five years or some shit like that? Four years? Anyways. Um, I feel like it got a lot of influence and inspiration from Donda. Even the cover, just like almost an all black, very dark cover, album cover. Pretty neat, pretty nice. I'll say that. But it definitely, I, I right now I like Utopia better. But I haven't listened to Donda in a while. But it very clearly draws a lot of inspiration from Donda. Um, and we all know Travis and Kanye; they work very closely together. So, yeah. Pretty neat, pretty neat. I really like that. I'm, I've been listening 
to a lot of track number three and four, I believe, or six and seven. Six and seven, Meltdown with Drake. Drake's verse, superb. He said, bro, he said, listen, Drake said, she asking for money for her parents and shit. I told her I don't got no cash, and she said she going to wait on a rack on some Arabic shit. I was like, ooh. <laughs> representation matters. <laughs> I'm Jamaican, but representation matters. She said she going to wait on a rack on some Arabic shit. <laughs> this wordplay is so funny to sometimes. <laughs> I told her I don't got no cash. She said she go wait on a rack. On a rack, but Iraq on some Arabic shit. What do you mean wait on a rack <laughs> on some Arabic shit? Are Arabs just waiting on racks? That's such a funny wordplay. I can't get that shit out of my head. That's just so funny. Drake. I'm so drunk, Drake. <laughs> that tweet is <laughs> is goaded. Somebody just was drunk as hell, just tweeting. I'm so drunk, Drake. Just a complete unknown. And there was a dude acting like a a, a thought. I'm so drunk, Drake. And then he adds he adds him in the fucking reply. Drake, respond. <laughs> Damn, I'm out of coffee. Well, the remaining 25 minutes of this podcast is about to be shit now. Because I don't have coffee. Nah. Nah, we cool. We cool and for real. On a day, homies, we chillin'. We don't need coffee to do a podcast. Yo, listen. Listen. Me and my friends in this group chat are just goofing around, right? And I just add this one girl that I have the number of to the group chat. And I'm like, I don't even give her a heads up. I haven't talked to this girl. Like, she doesn't know me. I just have her number. She doesn't know me. I don't. I barely. I don't know her. Other than her name. I don't know her. I add her to the group chat. I just start fucking around. Tell me why. This is why women have crazy detective work. Tell me why she gets my friend's name out of just the numbers. She gets my friend's name. She goes, oh, yeah, these two are brothers. And I know who you are, too. Me. And then she... I. I find this out when I wake up because the time zone difference. I wake up and I just see the chat that has been going crazy. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And they're like, yo, Fadi, who the fuck is it? Who the fuck did you add to the group chat? Everybody's just in disarray. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And then they're all like, yo, who is this? Why is she talking crazy? I'm like, I don't know her. I just had her number and I just added her to the group chat. And then everybody's like, yo, how did she know who this was? This was, and they knew she, they were brothers. And then she's talking about you. So I was like, I need to get to the bottom of this. I fucking FaceTime Shorty, call her up. And I'm like, yo, how the fuck did you know any of this? And she's like, who the fuck are you? 
I'm like, I'm Fadi. And she's like, who? I was like, don't worry about that. How the fuck did you know everybody? And she was like, well, I looked the uh, numbers up on Cash App. I was like, I didn't even know you could fucking do that. And that's some crazy detective work. She just put their numbers in Cash App, found their names, and then found me. And then she went, yeah, I found you too, Mr. Podcast Man. First of all, that's every man. Every man has a podcast. That's just That just comes with a package, the deal of being a man. If you get a man, he's going to have a podcast. This is what it is. So it's, you're not special for figuring that out. You could have just said that to anybody and it would have been correct. Jada, the fuck? <laughs> Stop watching my podcast, Jada. I don't know you. You don't know me. Back off. You fat bitch. <laughs> I'm joking. She's not even fat. She's not. Um, yeah, it was just funny how that how that went down. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. We just have this thing where we just add somebody to the group chat like every day. And we just goof off. And then we kick them out the next day. It's pretty funny, actually. It's pretty funny how that happens. I told her she... I told her I don't got no cash, and she said she's going to wait on a rack on some Arabic shit. Representation matters. <laughs> I love saying that. My grandfather's Jamaican. People don't know this, but my grandfather is Jamaican. Somehow a Jamaican in the 40s just set sail to the Middle East and impregnated a Middle Eastern woman because that would be allowed. <laughs> And here I am, partly Jamaican. Bomba clot. I feel like I'll be accepted by Jamaicans. I feel like I would. <laughs> That's just how the cookie crumbles. One day you're Jamaican, one day you're not. Representation matters. Representation matters. I wonder what kind of Jamaican I would be if I was like, if I grew up in Jamaican. Like, would I be the criminal Jamaican or the chill out? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Or the laid back, you know, the the Bob Marley Jamaican or just a regular citizen. I don't, I've never been to Jamaica, as you can tell from how I'm talking about it. <laughs> I need to tap into my roots, man. Tap into my Jamaican roots. I will I will do that. I will listen to Skilly Bang. I will listen to Skilly Bang. Tap into my roots. Really. Any any other Jamaican artists that I don't know about? Yo, why is Skilly Bang so hard though? Why is Skilly Bang's music so hard? Too tough. Brick pan brick. They link big. What can I say? Brick pan brick. Why is there? Why am I hearing the fucking smoke alarm go off? Well, oh well, gotta finish the podcast. I guess I have to let the house burn down. It's okay. It's okay. We'll get another one. <laughs> we'll just get another house. No, that would be hell. Having your house burn down because you're doing a podcast. And you cannot leave the podcast. That's dedication, first of all. Second of all, 
That clip is going viral if you retrieve the footage. Sure is. But yeah, um, I did the stand-up, and I was super proud of how it went. Um, one day it's going to go super terrible. I'm just going to come home crying. <laughs> I'm a loser. I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe this isn't for me. And then I have a good sound like them. I fucking belong here. I was born to do this shit. This is all mine. Oh, man. Shout out, shout out stand up, man. One of the few, one of the few art forms where you, that you have to like perform to really like master. Like music, you just like listen to it with a few friends and it's like, boom, we can create an album. And usually you don't want to have it leak before you drop it. But stand up, you kind of have to test it out on an audience. You kind of have to constantly play it in front of an audience before you like get it right, you know? It's interesting. It's interesting like that. Stand up. Stand up. I haven't done stand up for a while, but I've always been writing it. I've always been writing comedy. And I started comedy like what? When I started writing comedy, try to write jokes in like 2015, 15, 16. And I was 223. Goddamn, for seven years. I've been writing jokes. Yeah, seven, seven, eight years, is it? For eight years, I've been writing jokes. And then I think four years into it, I started writing stand-up shit. Three or four years. So even though I haven't done it, I've just been writing like crazy, you know, because I've been doing skits. So I'm always writing shit, always writing jokes. I haven't done a skit in a while. In like a fucking month. That's atrocious. Jesus Christ. I have to make a skit. That's bad. That's bad. That's a bad one. But I've just been caught up with fucking... You know... The podcast. And then the stand-up. Yeah. I have to make... I have to, I have to make sure that I'm making a skit. I'm just trying to come up with a good premise, though. Like a very good premise... That I want to record that I know is like, like a premise that makes me excited to record it. And I just haven't came up with a premise like that. I have come up with premises and like I've been writing. Um, people don't know that. People think that when I'm not posting, that means I'm not writing. And 98% of the time is true. But I'm like, I've, I've been trying to come up with shit. And the shit that I'm coming up with, I was like, this isn't that exciting. I mean, it's funny, but it's like, I want it to be like. Oh, this is hilarious. This is hilarious. <laughs> you know? That shit makes me want to record it like 10 times more. And I know the video's going to hit because of it. You can kind of feel when a video is going to pop and do well. Just from, you know, when the idea hits you. Like the idea first hits you and you're like, oh my God, hold on. This is a golden nugget right here. I got it. And then you write it 
record it, edit it, post it. And all throughout the process, you're like, this is hilarious. That's how you know a video is going to be good. Um, but when you've done it for a long time, you kind of can predict when a video is going to do well just because I feel like when you get excited about an idea, it's probably a good idea. If you're genuinely getting excited to, you know, let this one out, it's probably a good idea. And when it's easy to write to, like I, I said this to a friend the other day, um, I said, if you get an idea, and I think I got this from watching Seinfeld talk about comedy or Larry Davis, somebody, um, he said, if you get an, if you come up with a premise, like a premise is like a, like a hill that you, you know, like a skiing hill. If you have to push yourself a little bit and then you're just like you're you're going you know really fast off of the hill that's probably a good hill if you constantly have to push yourself throughout the hill that's probably not a good hill that's kind of similar with premises like if you come up with a premise and it's like it's like it's writing itself like it's just flowing and you're just writing really fast and you're just coming up with all the jokes it's probably a, a good premise because you're you know you're getting excited and uh, tons of ideas are just hitting you but if things are going, you know, it's difficult to write. You have to go back, tweak things, write it, rewrite it, rewrite it, rewrite it. And I've rewritten a skit, I think, 17 times at one point, And it didn't do well. I thought I was like, okay, I made it airtight. I made this shit airtight. It's great. It gotta be. It gotta do well. But I had rewritten it so many times because I probably wasn't feeling like it was hitting right. It probably wasn't. And it didn't do well. Just because I put more work into writing, it doesn't mean it's going to do well or it's going to do better than something that came to me easily. Usually the shit that comes to you easily is the shit that you got more excited about because that's the reason it came to you more easily. So uh, it's kind of like a thing that I've learned, like just through practice, through doing it. I have like so many videos that, you know, it's been tried and tried again, trial and error, really. So, yeah, interesting. It was an interesting, you know, thing that I picked up. If it's easy to write, it's probably because it's a good idea. If it's difficult to write, you might need to come back to the idea later. Because I have, I have like ideas that I was like wrote in 2018 and I was like, this is difficult to write. This is not really... I just left it in my notes. And then one day I just scrolled back into my notes and I read the idea. And I was like, oh, this is hilarious. And then everything was like, but so many years had passed that I had like a whole different perspective on the premise that made it exciting. So when it got exciting and got easy to write and the video did well. So, yeah. Interesting, interesting stuff. How did we get to the serious talk from Lizzo's fat bitch ass? <laughs> <laughs> let me let me tie it back let me tie it back i'm a, i wonder how many belts does lizard can i get sued for this can i get sued for this this is not this isn't suable these are jokes also i'm not on american soil fuck you <laughs> this isn't sue sa amen what are you going to sue out of me? My $500 camera? Take it. 
I don't even have it. I don't have shit. What are you going to take? I have nothing. I can't even be in debt to you. I don't own things. I'm a minimalist. You gotta be held to sue a minimalist. They're just not gonna pay. They don't have. What are you gonna take? What are you gonna take? My blanket. <laughs> My blanket that I need for sustenance. To not freeze to death. What are you gonna take from a minimalist? Are people really ha happier as minimalists? Or they did they just dematerialize and give up? Is that what it is? Is it just easy? Personally. To me, giving up's way harder than trying. Those are Kanye's words. I love that saying. Kanye has dropped a lot of gems. He said, having money's not everything, not having it is. Gem. He said, um, what was the thing I just said previously to that? How am I blanking? I just said it. God damn it. Well, my dementia is acting up. Dementia, chill out. You know, relax. Can't have you acting up like this. It's crazy. But yeah, you know, it happens. Sometimes you just forget shit. Oh yeah, he said, my dementia fell back because I just remembered. He said, to me personally, he said, for me, as he said to me, for me, giving up's way harder than trying. I can relate to that. Like, it would eat away at me way more to give up than to try and fail and try and fail constantly until you find, you know, some kind of success. Giving up, I, I feel that. Giving up's way harder than trying. Giving up would, oh my God. If I gave up, I would have nothing. <laughs> at least, at least it was social media. I've like built, you know, a career within it, and I have a following on platforms. If, imagine giving up. I have nothing, and I have literally, I have no safety net. This is all it is for me. Man, this is why you have to go hard. Because what? What is there? I don't have. I dropped out of college. I dropped out of college to do social media. Well, I was already doing so. I didn't do it too, just because I didn't want to pay for college. Because I'm like, fuck you. I'm not paying for college. <laughs> so, you know, with that said, I'm like, yo, if I gave up, if I was like, this is not working out, I can't do it, and then just stop doing it, I would literally, ha I would have to work at FedEx or some shit, like some insanely depressing job, you know, if I just gave up, so, yeah, I'd kill myself, I'd just end it all, <laughs> I'd just end it all, there's no way, so to me, giving up's way harder than trying, I'm in too deep, this is the life path that I've chose, but that, well, I like that though, like there's no way out of this. There's no way out of this. <laughs> you have to go to distance. Or else. Because well, what are the options? You're just going to be a failed comedian? That's very depressing. I'm, if I'm going to be a comedian. If I'm going to be a comedian. Might as well be a successful comedian. 
and be really good at making people laugh. <clears throat> be super good at making people laugh. Be the best at making people laugh, you know? <sighs> Holy fuck, I'm just imagining a life. <laughs> this is scary. This is scary stuff, actually. I'm just imagining a life where I just go, oh, never mind. Never mind this comedy shit. And holy fuck, what would I ha I truly wouldn't have. This is all I have. Guys, I'm so transparent right now. This is all I have. I mean, I'm not saying it is like, oh, this is it. It's a lot. I have a lot, but it's the only thing that I have. You know? I don't have a career within fucking any other field this is it <laughs> it starts and ends with this what a life man what a crazy life this is this is oh man <laughs> there's no way out of this it's fun though it's fun i'm glad i'm glad this is this is the thing that i have i appreciate it it's fun it's a fun time I get to make people laugh for a living. Bro, what? <laughs> does it get any better than this? I just want to take it to a higher level, you know? For example, get a new camera. <laughs> That's a new milestone, just getting a new camera. We'll get there, we'll get there. Pro possibly get a better studio so I can have guests in here and people don't, don't just come into my fucking bedroom to do a podcast. That'd be cool to have a little studio with a f fun looking setup. Um, yeah, that'd be probably cool. But this is also very intimate. I like this too. This feels very personal instead of just a corporate fucking studio. This is very personal. Look how personal my fucking podcast is with this super personal beach in the background. Look, how, isn't this beach so personal? Isn't the water here sand and then trees just jungle? Isn't that super me? That's so me. Personal, my ass. This isn't personal. There's nothing personal. This is so bland. Nothing personal about this. You really get a feel of what kind of person I am from this. I don't even like the beach. I don't even like this is the only this is the best thing that I found around the house. But you know, it's better than just a white wall. There's just something going on. I just wanted something going on in the background. I just needed something. It didn't even have to be something I like. Because wh what do I... What would be there behind me? Damn. This is me just realizing I don't know what I like. <laughs> outside of comedy. It's okay. We out here. We don't need to know what we like. We just need to enjoy it. We just need to enjoy things. Yeah, it's a good life. It's a good life. I chose this path. Who the fuck? Being 17, year old, 17 years old or 16 years old and just choosing to do this one thing for the rest of your life is kind of crazy. Because I chose this career path. This is such a 17-year-old's career path, though. Like, this, I'm going to be a comedian. <laughs> like, everything that's... Everything that's happened in my life is a result of that 17-year-old making that initial decision. Be like, 
this is what I'm going to, this is what I want in life. And I'm like, here I am just going, oh, wow. A 17 year old chose this life path for me and it's fun as fuck. I can't wait till I'm going on tour. Oh man, that'd be so fun. Started off with me making vines and now I'm on tour. What? Crazy. I've just been working on the comedy, man. Just making making this shit airtight. Making this shit airtight, man. Being good at it. Being trying to be great at it. Trying to be one of the greatest at it. But yeah, I love it. I love it. It grounds me as well. Cause you can't really be you can't really ever be above the audience or think you're better than anybody if you're doing comedy because that's one way to trip yourself up and just fucking not being funny if you, as soon as you get into that into that realm of thinking you just become unfunny just spontaneously it just happens because people are like who does this person think they are <laughs> where who are they again People, people find it more funny when they can, you know, relate to you. And you don't have to do relatable stuff, but they have to feel like, yo, you're kind of one of the homies, in a sense. Because the hardest laughs that we have is around our friends, honestly. When we're around our friends and we're just, like, talking shit, that's when we really laugh the hardest. Or watching Family Guy, I don't know, either one. But, you know... If you feel like somebody's like super disconnected from you, it's probably not going to be a fun time to be around that. So, you know, that's that's a that's a way comedy like checks you every time. As soon as you think you're better, the audience is not going to laugh and you'll be like, oh, fuck, <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. I need to chill out. And then you chill out and you come back to the ground and you're like. Okay, people are finding me funny. This is probably... People are fucking with it. Part of us. Part of us. Part of, you know, just being... This is the gang. That's just gangy. <laughs> That's just gangy. Yeah, man. Guys, we're doing well on time. We're doing well on time. Very well on time. We're closing in on one hour. Um... Then I'm going to switch over to the Patreon, fellas and fellets, you ferrets. Uh, but yeah, fuck with the fuck with the Patreon. I would really appreciate that. I'm, thank you guys so much for listening. First of all, an hour in, crazy. Um, yeah, love you guys. Love it. Love you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, check out the Patreon. The link is in the description. Um, I would really appreciate it because we're really trying to get that camera. Um, but either way, thank you for listening. I uh, hope you had fun talking about Lizzo's uh, non-existent neck and um, very existent stomach. Anyways, um, not trying to get sued. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm gonna continue the an hour on Patreon. That's uh, Fadi to the Fadi Show podcast actually on Patreon and uh, subscribe if you haven't. Drop a like so that. You know, the the algorithm, whatever the fuck. You know, <laughs> okay, cool. Peace out, guys. Be easy.